Welcome back to another episode of the podcast, episode 50 of the podcast. Who would have thought it? So today it's going to be a solo episode with yours truly about the lessons that I've learnt recording the last 49 episodes of the podcast because I think where it all started is that I knew that I was going to have an episode 50, of course, but when I I kind of sat and thought, God, I don't know, I don't know what to do for it. So like normal, I took to Instagram stories to ask you what you wanted to hear and did a set of polls. This is becoming a reoccurring theme. And you guys said that you would like to know what kind of lessons I've learned along the way. And let me tell you, there's been quite a few. So I thought I would use episode 50 to do exactly that. So I've jotted down seven bullet points and I will try to get through them as quickly as possible. But I think you might find some of them quite interesting, to be fair. And I think they can be quite broad in terms of they could probably be applied to any kind of area of market uh, of business not just marketing um and so yeah so let's get into it so i guess the first thing that i've written down is that it takes a long time (laughs) understatement of the year i think Um, I think I knew it was going to take a long time. I knew that it was going through a process and I knew that, of course, I didn't have any kind of previous experience with editing, audio files, adding music, intros and outros and all of that kind of stuff. So it was going to be a learning curve. I was fully aware of that and I think I'm not quiet about the fact that I bloody love hosting this podcast. I can talk for England and it has been by far the best thing I think I've done purely because, so for those of you who are maybe new here or haven't kind of caught every episode, then the the, the logic behind the podcast, the story behind the podcast is that I obviously work in marketing. I understand the importance of things like SEO and yet... I'm not the most confident writer and so when I first started my business it was kind of I think we all fall into it don't we we fall into this oh I should do this I should do that I should have this and I fell into the I should have a blog and yet I don't really like writing so I think it took me uh, I debated starting a podcast for about a year and then I'm in a lovely little whatsapp group with the lovely Michelle Julia and Jade and I just kind of put in that in our little group what do you guys think about me starting a podcast and the resounding like hurrah of thank god you finally come up with that idea Michelle is the queen of podcasting and Julia had a podcast as well and so it was just nice to kind of voice that to people that kind of got it and like I say going kind of going back to the point a little bit it was it was kind of born out of the fact that I felt like I should have a long form piece of content, aka a blog, but I didn't enjoy writing. And I'm a big advocate of finding something that works for you and making it work for you. And if you can't tell by now, I can talk for England constantly, all the time. <laughs> Especially when it's something that I'm passionate about, that I understand, that I know, that I'm confident about talking about. So it just kind of made sense. 
but I did massively I don't I can't say I can I underestimated how long it would take because like I say I, I knew it was going to be a learning curve but I think it's it's the other stuff that we kind of you know when you're sat kind of looking at someone doing something and you think god damn they're doing well or wow she's smashing it I've really starting to hate that but I think well the perception that we get from the outside looking in is that it's not necessarily easy but they make a lot of people make things look a lot easier than it is right so I think for me it was the fact that you know it's not just hitting record and talking into a mic it's the editing it's the you've probably got no understanding that I've edited 10 12 bits out of this already because I'm fully aware of how many times I've said um and although I don't edit all of them out and I'm trying to do less editing because I want it to be kind of more authentic and more kind of free-flowing you know if I run out of breath which I can feel myself starting to do already (laughs) I will take a pause have a drink just and literally sit back from the mic and breathe probably for about 30 seconds you don't need to hear that so I have to edit those things out (laughs) I'm laughing because I literally just did it then but and you you can't tell the difference because I've edited out that massive massive gap because it would be silly not to it wouldn't be a good experience would it and things like adding the intro and outro music things like if you know when I have guests on they don't come out of thin air I have to invite them or they pitch to me to come on and be a guest. Then there's finding time in each other's calendars, which luckily I've kind of, you know, you kind of come to work around processes and what works for you. So I have a Calendly link that I send to potential podcast guests when they say yes, then they can book a time that works for them. Happy days. But to begin with, it was very much, do you want to be a guest on the podcast? Yeah, cool. What day works for you? Well, I can do next Tuesday at three. Oh no, I can't. And it just, I think we all underestimate how long things take. So that might only be half an hour. But if I have a guest a week, that's half an hour every week. And that's emails backwards and forwards and backwards and forwards. And that's before we've even hit record. So then it's kind of doing my research about the guest. I'll check out their website. I'll check out their socials. We'll come up with an idea of what to talk about. I'll create some questions then we hit record bearing in mind an episode is 35 45 minutes long and then there's kind of I don't want to say fluffy but there's the there's the the bits outside of that the hey how are you how's your week going the conversation before and then the little conversation afterwards and then again there's a little bit more admin because you know it's asking them for a headshot for them to send me a headshot so that I can use it to promote the podcast which I then have to go and add to the podcast like and all of these little things it sounds so I'm not trying to be dramatic I promise but it sounds so menial but all of those 10 minutes here 20 minutes there they all add up and so as I say if each episode is 35 40, 45 minutes long I then have to edit that schedule it you know write a post to promote it pop it in an email all of a sudden it's probably taken me two three at the beginning it was definitely taking me more like four hours per episode so yeah lesson number one it takes an awful long time (laughs) but that doesn't mean that we shouldn't be up for learning and developing and growing as I say I stand by the fact that one of the best things I've ever done
I feel like I just rambled all the way through that. So we're going to move swiftly on to point number two. Lesson number two is a lot more evergreen than I thought it was. And I don't know why I didn't think it was evergreen. I guess the lesson for me is the constant reminder that I find myself telling clients and only remind myself at that point that everybody acts and behaves and, you know, uses content how they want to, not necessarily how you want them to. So, you know, I might spend week after week after week organising guests, having amazing conversations, recording these solo episodes, editing, whatever it is. But that doesn't mean that that's how people are listening to it. And I keep a watchful eye on my stats. I look at kind of really popular episodes. I can definitely see a correlation between the type of guest You know, if I've got a guest that's got a very big personality, a very big following or something along those lines, then generally speaking, they'll get a lot of listens very, very quickly. And it's just, it's it's almost become really, really apparent that that people don't listen to podcasts in order or in the order that you publish them. So for example, when this goes out, obviously I'll promote it, but that doesn't mean that this is going to be the first podcast that a new person will listen to and it also doesn't mean that I don't know where I was going with that (laughs) but yeah I guess the point I'm trying to get across is that it is evergreen so my most listened to episodes are the very first ones and my second most listened to is episode number four with Charlotte Dougal from Blether and she was my first guest and I think it was a really important topic we were talking about influencer marketing she's an absolute pro at it And yet that's the most listened. And it wasn't until kind of a week or two ago that I realised that different platforms have different sorting methods, I guess, is the way to explain it. So there is no way for me to specify that if you listen on Apple Podcasts that you will have the most recent episode at the top. And actually, when I looked into it, a lot of people are seeing my most recent episode at the bottom of their feeds so they are starting from number one so that makes so much sense to me but that's not how I consume podcasts so I think that was kind of a bit of a lesson for me and that kind of moves me on to point number three in that my most listened to episodes are my trailer and my first two solo episodes which oh my god (laughs) I listen back to them and you know when you just cringe but the lesson in that for me is that in order to grow in order to get better at something we have to do it and it's it's so true and we all know this but it's not until you're kind of shown it right in your smack in your face that you're shown it that you kind of go yeah that makes sense because me listening to me back then and bearing in mind I only launched the podcast on the 1st of June 2020 it's the 12th of April 2021 today So it's not been a year yet and already I can hear the difference in my tone, I can hear, I think in the kind of the first two episodes I can hear a shake in my voice, I don't sound very confident and it's just, it's crazy to hear the difference but until I got started and started doing, it wasn't until then I started learning and it's not that you know, what I know now is, you know, slightly different, of course. But 
what I was saying back then is not any less valid. I just, I almost have a certain level of confidence now, sat in my spare room, talking to myself into a mic. So yeah, so that's kind of lesson number three. Lesson number four. (laughs) I've just written down, just bloody ask people. So I think I put off for a very long time starting the podcast for many reasons. Confidence, not knowing the tech side of things, you know, not knowing what to do, how to promote it, all of that kind of stuff. And then secondary to that, I knew that I wanted to have guests on. But right at the beginning, kind of the plan was that I was going to do a solo episode and then a guest episode. So alternate weeks. And I think probably like episode eight or nine in, so probably eight or nine weeks in, I asked people for some feedback on Instagram stories, obviously. And um, there was a resounding kind of we want guest episodes, which I've mentioned it before. I'm still not trying to take it personally. I'm just going to go cry in the corner. But that's fine. And actually, I really enjoy it. So there was no, you know, no arguing from me. I love having the conversations that I have. But the thing for me was actually reaching out to people that I admire, that I want to have a conversation with, that I think that their voice, their opinions and their expertise would benefit you, my audience. Because nine times out of ten, you know, again, it's a it's a perception thing. Nine times out of ten, they've got a big following. They, you know, might come across like they're smashing it online and that they're this... I don't want to say big and scary person because that's bullshit. But, you know, the amount of people that have said to me in the last month alone, oh my God, Lorna, you're smashing it. You're absolutely crushing it. And I'm like, yeah, great. But, (laughs) and I'm not, I'm not saying that I'm not, but I think someone else's perception of what that means compared to what my perception is, is probably significantly different. And I think, you know, you can almost be scared to reach out to somebody to say, hey, I've got this little podcast. Um, do you fancy do you fancy coming and talking to me and, and being a guest on it? And but actually, in reality, I don't think one person has said no so far. And if you were to scroll back and look at the level of the quality of the guests that I've had on, I'm blown away by the amount of people that just outright just say, Yeah, sure, let's let's talk about it. Because it's it's almost that thing of, it's a confidence thing. It's a, you know, are they going to take me seriously? What what benefit does it have for them? And in actual fact, sometimes, yeah, it is going to have, you know, a business benefit. Maybe not right now, but, you know, the last two lessons have just kind of explained that it is evergreen. There are people that are listening to my episode with Charlotte that I recorded last July that may go and get in touch with her. Who knows? But yeah, I guess lesson number four is people are actually a lot more accommodating, a lot nicer, and a lot more open to random podcast opportunities than you would think. And I guess just to add on to that, just do it. Just go and ask the question. Because at the end of the day, what's the worst someone's going to do? They're going to say no. Great. Cool. Then I can move on to the next person. Do you know what I mean? So that is probably lesson number four. Which actually kind of moves me on to lesson number five. And that was the stark reminder that 
again, I think you would be able to kind of relay this on air, any kind of area of business and that it that it's my podcast. And that sounds ridiculous, doesn't it? But <laughs> there, was, there was a bit of a lesson in that it is my podcast and that means I'm in total control of when I publish, who I talk to, and, you know, if I have a guest that maybe it doesn't work out. So for full kind of openness and transparency, I have had one guest that we have been through the process, um, the email backwards and forwards, scheduling in. We recorded the podcast and then at the end of it, I just went, do you know what? I, I don't think I'm going to publish this. And it it really hurt. It really, I really don't like upsetting people. I don't like the, th- the feeling, the thought and the feeling of letting somebody down or wasting their time. And I don't know what it was. It just didn't work. And it was almost like, I don't, I don't really know how to explain it. It was almost like they had kind of disregarded that it was my podcast. It was, it almost became the all about them show. And I'm just not about that life. For me, it's not, this isn't even about me, it's about you. It's about helping you. You know, if somebody's listening to this thinking, I don't know if I want to start a podcast, I really like talking, I don't like blogging, and I just, I want to have great conversations. It might not even be in a business capacity. And if someone's listening to this, and this is the thing that gets the worries out of them, out of their brain, that they finally have the confidence to go and approach people to be guests as a caveat to that, if anybody wants me to be a guest on a podcast, I'm always up for that. <laughs> um, but if that helps one person, then to me, my job's done. For the rest of you that don't want to start a podcast, nine times out of ten, you're just nosy. And I'm cool with that too. I'm, You know, for me, I feel like the podcast has become therapeutic in a way. The past year, as we all know, majority of us have been locked away in our homes and it's it's a way of, it's almost like a relief. And yes, it, it is weird because I'm talking to myself, but I'll come on to that in a minute. But at the same time, when I publish a podcast and somebody DMs me with a thought or some feedback, you've got no understanding of what that feels like. It is crazy to think that you are sat wherever you're sat, whether you're packing up orders, whether you're working away at your desk, whether you're on public transport, whether you're listening in the car, whether you're out for a walk with your kids and your dog, and you're listening to me ramble, nuts. Absolutely nuts. Kind of can't get over it. But going back to the lesson, (laughs) is that, yeah, it's just a reminder that that it's mine. And that means I can publish whatever I want to publish, because... I've put a lot of time and effort and work into trying to have an understanding of what people need, what you need, what you need to hear, what you need to learn, how I can help you with that. And if someone comes in like a bull in a china shop and makes it the insert name here show, I'm just not cool with it. So I think, you know, it's nice that it's only happened once, let's put it that way. I would really, really love it if it never happens again, but <laughs> it was a lesson nonetheless. And I guess as a side note to that as well, 
I had a bit of a ramble on Instagram stories once because somebody pitched, so they sent me an email to pitch to be on the podcast. And that's cool. I'm open to that. Always open to that. But it was so incredibly obvious that they had never even bothered to listen to an episode before. Now, I'm not being funny. There's 50 different episodes now to listen to. Yes, some of them are an hour long. But if you are trying to pitch yourself, and again, this can be applied to all kinds of areas of business. If you're looking almost for a favour, because essentially they're pitching to, to use my platform to get in front of my audience and for my time, which quite frankly feels like it, it needs to be getting more and more expensive because I'm just, I'm just, I'm just in that frame of mind today. But to not even make the effort to listen to a, I did five episodes in one week, a couple of weeks ago, my tip in 10 minutes, they're 15 minutes long each, just listen to one of them, get an understanding for how I talk, my tone, the fact that I swear, if you want to be a guest, take and make an effort and go and listen to one of the guest episodes, to approach me and not even know that I do a 30 second intro, which is actually for me one of the funniest parts of the podcast, it's just mind blowing, so yeah, lesson number five is reminding myself that it's my podcast and I'm in total control of what, where, when, who and how. Lesson number six. Oh, we all know this one. Sometimes it just doesn't go to bloody plan, does it? Again, that can be applied to every area of fucking life. <laughs> it just, sometimes it just doesn't. So I always intended to release a podcast episode every single week. And I think when I was kind of sat down to plan it, it comes more down to my personality than what people, what you, the listeners, wanted. Um, purely because I think, for me, for me, I had to do something consistently and absolutely stick to it like it was regimental. <laughs> so, although, you know, I could record an episode four weeks ahead of it going live. I'd probably put money on the fact that I'm editing it the night before it goes live. It's just how I operate. But for me, I felt that if I kind of did it in seasons, so some podcasts, I don't know you personally or how often you listen to podcasts or how many podcasts you listen to, but some people do it in seasons. So they might do six, 10, 12 episodes and then have, you know, a month off. Some people will intend to do it every week and then get to a point where they're like run out of steam run out of ideas I'm gonna have some time off and who you know hold my hands up who knows if that's gonna happen for me I don't know but I would like to think that because of the kind of the background of it replacing my long form piece of content if I can't come up with an idea every single week regardless of whether that's a guest episode or me sat here talking to myself I feel like I'm doing something wrong there's actually there's a much bigger issue but essentially the area (laughs) that didn't go to plan once upon a time so I missed one upload oh it's still still a kicker it still hits me in the gut 23rd of September so essentially the story is that I had a guest planned to 
uh, we were recording, I think it was the day before. So that felt a bit, probably a little bit too close to call anyway. <laughs> Big massive mistake on my part. Now I will always co- record like a week ahead. But yeah, essentially I had planned for there to be a guest. The guest rang me or voice noted me that morning and just said, Lorna, I'm sick as a dog. And frankly, I don't think that you want to hear me throwing up during our podcast. And she had an incredibly croaky voice as well. And she just kind of said, I don't, I don't think I'm in any position to record an episode. And I was like, okay, cool. There's not a lot I can do about that. You know, illness happens. We're human. It just happens. Shit happens, you know? And yet, for some reason, the Lorna now, it's a bit weird talking about myself in third person, but that's happened again, quite recently, actually. And rather than not necessarily give up, not necessarily like wave my white flag, but when it happened a couple of weeks ago, I just turned it around and, and, and just created a solo episode. And I can't for the life of me remember why I didn't do that in September. I have a feeling it was probably because of the time, because we were due to record the day before, which, as I say, was a bit of a silly mistake anyway. But I guess that's a lesson in itself. You know, there is one lesson that, you know, we can't control everything and sometimes things don't go to plan. But actually, the bigger lesson that I've learned is to record guest episodes or have them scheduled to be recorded a week or so before because then it gives me wiggle room if they pull out for whatever reason and you know the two people that pulled out there's there's no shade on them whatsoever it happens they were both for incredibly personal reasons sickness happens we're human there's no like there doesn't it doesn't need to be dramatic but me learning the lesson that I need to plan a little bit better which is ironic, Um, (laughs) and then have a backup plan as well. You know, I've got, I've got a massive list of things that I could talk for England about for hours. And so just taking one of those things and then doing exactly what I'm doing now, sitting in my spare room, talking into my mic for however long, hopefully it's not too long, is just my backup plan. And that's fine. As long as you benefit from it, as long as you gain something from it, that's all that matters to me. So yeah, lesson number six. Sometimes things don't go to plan and we don't have full control over everything. And then last but not least, lesson number seven. So there's a quote that goes around quite a lot on Instagram saying something along the lines of you have to be comfortable with clapping for yourself and or something like nobody's clapping for you or something like that. And It got me thinking, I've literally just thought of it before I hit record, so I should have gone and found the quote. But it got me thinking because one of the hardest things for me personally about the podcast is that kind of, that feedback loop that we get on social media, right? You don't get that with a podcast. So, you know, we talk a lot about vanity metrics and likes and follows and all of that kind of stuff and we've all been there we've all started from zero we've all started with no followers we've all started with only one person or three people liking our photos nobody commenting nobody answering our questions we've all done that all of us 
And yet with a podcast, for some reason, it feels so much harder. Because I think on Instagram, we can constantly, you know, if we keep asking questions, it's going to take time to build up that no like and trust, marketing on us back, that <laughs> that community, that that feedback loop. But with the podcast, from an analytical point of view, and actually maybe the lesson is the fact that I'm just too data driven. Um, but from a podcast point of view, I can't see anything. I can't see who's listening. I can see numbers. I can see how many people downloaded an episode. I can see how many people in which country, on which platform. But I can't see, you know, if somebody likes something on Instagram, I have a level of an indication as to who they are. Are they a business? Are they a brand? Are they a personal? Just a person. (laughs) Just a person. Um, So, but I can start kind of a dialogue with them, whether that's DMs, whether they start replying to my questions in, in comments on posts, whether they start liking my posts, whether they turn up to an Instagram live and start engaging that way. But with a podcast, I, it's so personal because right now it's very rare, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, that you would listen to a podcast amongst your friends. You wouldn't all sit down and listen to a podcast together or your partner. So it kind of weirds me out a little bit that you're probably sat by yourself or you're, as I say, walking the dog or whatever by yourself listening to me talk so it's so personal yeah I've got no idea who you are unless you tell me and that for me is the hardest thing and the biggest lesson is that you have to find a level of motivation to keep going even when you've got no friggin idea if it's working and I think, to be fair, I think this is kind of the biggest lesson for me because it's not that I expected any different. And I I think that's the thing. Nine times out of 10, it's because our expectations are out of whack. It's not that I expected any different. It's just that I didn't really realise how damn hard it would be. There are occasions where I'll get DMs, I'll get the occasional kind of screenshot of the episode and share on your stories. And that means quite literally the world because there are times when just like this episode right now I'm not joking I'll try and paint you a bit I'm sat in a spare room in my parents house which I've turned into an office I have a standing desk and a bar stool so that I can stand and work I have a plant that I bought from Ikea which I'm pretty sure I've killed a gold planner on the wall you will have all seen what's kind of behind me from photos. So I've got a nice kind of flowery canvas behind me. My camera, my don't be a dick flag from Darwin and Grey, my bookshelf. And frankly, what I can see from the desk looking out is definitely not what you need to see looking in. But I'm sat in a room on my own, talking into a mic. And sometimes it's really hard Because I don't know if what I'm saying is helping, is resonating, is teaching you something, is making you feel a certain way. You know, one of the best DMs I've ever got was somebody saying to me, thank you so much for your honesty because I feel like I've finally been heard. Jesus Christ, that was a right kicker in the heart. 
and I'm not scared to say that I cried at that message. <laughs> um, and I think that was actually, so I, obviously I've done a couple of solo episodes. I've talked about an old colleague's death not that long ago. Um, things that I've learned. I've shared a diary uh, uh, episode. And those messages honestly are insane because when I talk to people, they say, oh, I've listened to the podcast. It's amazing. And that's great. But when you're sat recording it and you haven't seen one of those messages for a long time, you have to just keep going. And I think that's the difference for me in terms of kind of the podcast and Instagram, because with Instagram, I guess it's that the only word I can think of is validation. You know, if I post something about email marketing, I get almost that instant validation of likes and comments and feedback and DMs. Whereas with the podcast, you know, I'm I'm recording this on Monday the 12th of April. It will go live on the 14th. And unless somebody DMs me or emails me or whatever to tell me, I've listened to it, this is what I learned, I've, I get no feedback. And I feel like I've just rambled through that point entirely, but I feel like I needed to voice that. And, you know, no shade, <laughs> again, never any shade. But when it comes to podcast, the, one of the biggest lessons for me has been that you you just have to keep going on your own. And, you know, I always joke about the fact that if I want any feedback, I go to Instagram stories. And I have no doubt that over the next couple of weeks, I probably will to ask you what you want from the podcast. But if I didn't do that kind of thing, I get no feedback. I can see na- I can see numbers. I can't see names. I can see how many downloads my podcast has had, unique listeners which I'm all in, I'm incredibly proud of, but it's just a bit weird, you know? And yeah, I think that's kind of been my biggest lesson, but all seven of those have actually been very instrumental in creating a podcast because it's it's been a challenge. You know, there are some weeks when I'll leave it till last minute and I'll kind of, yeah, you know, if you're not in the mood to sit in a room and talk to yourself, you're not in the mood, but... There has to be occasions where I just have to Lorna snap the hell out of it and just get on with it. And again, I think you can kind of relate that to any area of business. There are days when you don't want to pack orders, but you probably do. You don't want to post on Instagram, but you probably do. You don't want to send out an email to your subscribers, but you probably do. Because what if you didn't? And for me, that's, that kind of links back to that consistency thing. If I... I was so scared when I missed that week because I thought, well, if I can miss a week and it's okay, then maybe I don't need to do it every week. But for my own sanity, I think it's it's one of those things that just keeps me going. I know that I have to have a podcast every single Wednesday. And somebody actually asked me the other day about why it's a Wednesday. And I think it's because society for me makes Monday the first working day of the week, obviously. And so everybody publishes everything on a Monday. And in true Lorna fashion, I like to be different. That's literally the only reason. (laughs) I just thought kind of, I didn't want to publish it on a Friday. It's a bit heavy. It's a bit, you know, if I do, regardless of whether I do the tip in 10 minutes or the conversations, it's very rare. And looking at my analytics, you know, people rarely download it on a Friday. I always have an incredibly huge spike on a Wednesday And then it just kind of trickles kind of low 
low numbers until the following Wednesday. So, yeah, I think I'm quite happy with it being a Wednesday, but I'm a bit of a last minute Sally. So, (laughs) I have rambled. I feel like I probably want to re-record this, but I'm probably not going to because you're getting true Lorna. But you made it all the way to the end of the episode. Well bloody done. And if you follow me on Instagram, then you will know that I, again, did some polls to find out what you wanted. It's just my go-to. If you don't do them, try it because you actually get a lot more feedback. I've got some polls live today, actually, um, about email marketing because I've got something very exciting up my sleeve. But last week, I took to Instagram stories to say that I really wanted to celebrate episode 50. For me, it just feels like a bit of a milestone and you know, it's not the one year anniversary until the 1st of June. So I'm a couple of weeks early. I obviously did a couple of additional episodes and really wanted to celebrate, really, really wanted to say thank you. And just thank you for downloading the episode. Thank you for listening to my rambles. Um, Thank you for sharing it if you ever do. And yeah, it just... I don't know why it just means so much more. I don't know if it's because it's that whole kind of personal thing, but it feels a lot more personal to me than something like, say, Instagram. But I'm never going to give up the gram, let's face it. But to say thank you, I wanted to give back. And so I have decided to give away a power hour with me. So, I mean, if you don't know what I do and you're listening to the podcast, then that's pretty cool, (laughs) bit odd, pretty cool, but essentially I'm a digital marketing mentor, so I help small businesses kind of grow online through all different kinds of channels. By background, I've got 10 years in e-commerce and marketing, and so I'm just in the process of just trying to help as many small businesses as I can grow online, become more visible, and get more sales, because you know, that's what we're all here for, isn't it? So I, yeah, I'm going to give away one of my power hours. Power hour is worth £149. And to be in for a chance, purely because of my pleading (laughs) seventh lesson, uh, to be in for a chance of winning, all you've got to do is screenshot your screen right now as you're listening to this. Take a photo of your laptop if you listen to it on your laptop. And share it to Instagram stories and tag me. Now, given that I know that not everybody listens to the podcast in order or on the day that it's released, I will let the entries run until Wednesday, the 21st of April, 2021. And I will be resharing all of your stories when you tag me in them. But also that's where I will choose my winner from. So if you would like to win a power hour with me, which we will discuss any of the kind of digital marketing challenges that you have and any way that I can kind of help and support you in terms of marketing your small business online, then screenshot your screen now, take a picture of your laptop, wherever, however you're listening to the podcast, share it to your stories, tag me, I'm at Lorna Scully UK. I will reshare them And I will also be choosing a winner that will spend an hour with me on Zoom, of course. How could it not be Zoom? Which I normally charge £149 for. So, yeah, that's it. Well done if you made it through the ramble. I feel like that was really overly 
therapeutic for me. I feel like I've got a lot of thoughts. So a lot of it might not make sense or be totally relevant. But if you're thinking of starting a podcast and you've got some questions, my DMs are always open. I'm absolutely not a pro, but I know a few people that are. So if you're more serious in that capacity, then I can always help you find somebody that can help. But if you've got some general questions uh, about starting a podcast and it just or it just intrigues you, you want to pitch to be a guest, whatever it is, I'm totally up for it. You can email me at, um, what's the best one? E- hello at lornascully.com or drop me a DM on Instagram, Facebook. I've been a little bit more active on LinkedIn recently as well. That's weird. But anywhere at all, I'm always open to a good conversation. And yeah, thank you so much for downloading, for listening to me ramble, for hopefully learning a thing or two from me. And um, here's to another 50 episodes. I hope you have a fabulous rest of your week and I will talk to you really, really soon. Bye-bye.